Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to No Credit Continue. Today, we are talking about Heroes of the Storm. Or as I like to call it, Heroes of the Swarm. Or as I like to call it, Hannibal Barres's Blizzards is the same. Except for StarCraft. <laughs> so, this is Blizzard's MOBA, basically. Yep, that's, that's literally what it is. They were just like, hey, we should make one of these two, but we're going to do our take on it, which is... So they have done a couple of things. And I will say that, like, if you were to ask me, hey, which MOBA should we play for, like, a game night? This is actually probably the one I would suggest. Oh, yes, definitely. Because um, <laughs> they kind of ripped out a lot of the stuff that you have to, like, sit down and study to be good at these games. Yeah. I'm not really... I don't play a lot of MOBAs. I watched enough of, like, League of Legends that I could get some of the terminology when my friends talked about it. So I could kind of sit in the background and listen to them and go, wow, there's a lot of things they're thinking about there. But this one seems simpler, which is nice. Well, when it comes to, like, the moment-to-moment actions of, like, playing footy with ranges and deciding when you need to push and when you need to go, like, yeah. focus on leveling or go and get stuff out of the jungle, it plays kind of like any other MOBA. Yep. But it, they just took out... So there's no stores so that you don't have to worry about, like, your, your buy like order that. or anything yeah. like that. Um it's just the level up skills, um, and you can unlock more skills the more you play as a character. Yeah, so there's two levels of meta progression. There's your like player profile, which I got up to level six, which actually unlocked daily missions, oh, like cool. on a on a player level. Um, yeah. But then there's also you level up each character. Which, as far as I can tell, um, so when, man, there's, like, things upon things you have to explain. Because um, it starts with, there's no longer, like, per hero leveling. The entire team levels at once. If anyone gets experience, everyone gets experience. Um, yeah. Which is weird, because even in the tutorial, they still say, like, hey, if an enemy hero gets killed, you still got to be, like, within striking distance of them in order to get credit for it. Or just, like, yeah, so within the area. Like poison them and they run away and they die or something. You don't get the experience of that. I assume yeah. there's some kind of like... Well, because there's something like that because they're doing this thing where it's just like they're trying to push it towards, well, you know, just if something happens to them, you get the points for it. You don't have to be, you know, you don't need quite as much finesse in order to, you know, grind out and collect as much XP as possible. But there yeah. still are some limits of just like you don't just get everything perfectly universally. Um, yeah. But so everyone levels at once. When you le- so you start out with three, you know, like a regular mobile, you have your four abilities. You get all three of them unlocked from the start. Mm-hmm. Your fourth, your ult, uh, you actually get to pick one of two as you level up to decide what your ultimate ability is going to yeah, be. Yeah, once you I- reach, I don't remember what level it is, but it's it's decently in there. It's like before ten, I think. I want to say it's five, actually. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and by that point, or, no, I think it's like three to get the second ult, and then so that yeah, so every time you, or not every time you level, but every couple of levels, you get to pick. They call it a trait, 
basically it's like if you were just leveling up a skill in any others, but it'll be like uh, in another MOBA, but it's just like, well, here's a selection of five, pick one of these five, and it'll be like, here's a passive ability you can get, here's something that buffs uh, well, how one of your abilities works, here's something that'll... I forget what else. I got one that actually gave me like an ability in addition to the ones on the bar as Raynor. You can just like, well, as you kill minion stacks, then or as you kill minions, you get stacks of this, and then you can use this to um, basically buy uh, mob camps instead of having to defeat them. Yeah, you so, can bribe the mercenary camps and stuff. Yeah, and it's interesting because this it actually a long time ago. When we had an earlier discussion about Dota, this was actually something that I had kind of suggested as a a way to, like, take out a way to be wrong about building your character. Because part uh-huh. of the problem when you have a store is just, well, unless you know what every tool does and you know how it's going to help you and what's going to synergize well with your character, you can learn all that, but it takes some study, it takes some practice, it takes some memorization. Yeah. Instead, this just says, like, well, here's a whole list of stuff that's going to be good for you, but just with some options. So depending on how this uh, match is going, you can still build a little differently. But, you know, just like it would be in any other game, there's only so far into one direction or another you can push the hero you're playing. Yeah, because, I mean, and one of the things they did, I uh, was because I was looking at all the different characters, and there's a lot of characters, but they, they kind of break down the characters into their roles. At least, like, they, te- they tell you straight up, this guy is... Uh, cl- this, is this guy is close melee. This guy is, like, long-range assassin. And there's, like, I think there's like five different groups. And so when you look at a character, it immediately tells you kind of like the kind of role they're good at. But then once you start playing that and you do your own kind of like the, the traits and stuff, let you kind of finagle that more into how you actually want to play them. Yeah. I, I think Dota and League both also have like discrete breakdowns of what a character is going to be like. But yeah, like it, it does sort of. It's weird because it makes it feel like it's more limiting, but I still just think that like when you look at the other characters, like there's only so much you're going to be able to do with them. This just says like here, here are the good options for you. You still get to pick, you still get to be tactical, but you we aren't cluttering it up with bad options. Yeah, and it, and while playing too, a lot of these options, at least for me, because it's such like a small field and they got to do stuff quick and stuff. But like you don't really get in MOBAs, you don't really get. For me, the enjoyment of like watching a character pull off a cool move or anything, they yeah. kind of do their their nice little stride through the battlefield, and then they you know wave their hand and something happens. That's exactly it. There's a lot of opportunities to like do something cool, but there's no chance for you to like savor it. Yeah. Huh. Until like you know the very end when like all five of your teammates are just whamming on the giant statue. That's always fun to watch. So did you find? Now, I play mainly AI matches. I had a couple of matches uh, with real people, but versus AIs. Did you uh-huh. find that, like, there was a lot more, like, full team pushes that occurred? Um, I don't know about a lot, because I didn't play a lot, but pretty much, like, after once, once someone, like, broke through, because I only played, like, the AI matches or the training matches, um, 
they they were like once one thing broke through, like everyone kind of swarmed that in order to like just be all together in whatever location you happen to be at in the breakthrough. Hmm. Yeah, it. Like I'm guessing that the result of the idea of the whole team is leveling at once, so it's not like people who are trailing behind need to go and farm elsewhere. Yeah. Um, which is kind of good, and also you know since it's kind of even, uh, you know as, as long as you're playing and your team is staying near that level, like then you just have huge team fights, and those are kind of cool because that's the situation where all of the different abilities that have been spread across the heroes all converge and combine and especially if everybody's like just popping off tons of abilities and ults it's Yeah, and when like Diablo suplexes you. Yeah. So At I, least play... I think that's what he does. I can't yeah. Tell. It's just like he hits you and you're suddenly behind him, so I think he suplexes you. This is great. As Rainer, I just played a lot of um He's got one where he just calls in a battle cruiser and it just, yeah. you just say like, all right, just shoot everything that is in this straight line. And it's like, okay, boss. And then just, you just find the right path and just be like, oh, they're going to run away here. Let me just give them this yep. to contend with too. I played as the, uh, the Frost King um, and his ult is summon, summon a bunch of zombie things and they seem to do decent damage, but you could also eat them for health. <laughs> all right. Which was fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I so, definitely, like, uh, from the little, I, I do want to play more. Um, I, I especially want to, like, find a character that I really like to play or whatever. Um, but then the problem with that is you get into the MOBA thing where only a certain number are free every week. Yeah. Although, to be fair... When you buy them, all of the characters you can buy with the in-game money, right now I have my eyes on two. There's the one that's just a lady in a tank, and I like being a tank. Yeah. Uh, and also, they put the Lost Vikings in this game. I love that. That that was so beautiful. Just like I was just like, oh, yeah, I guess they can do that. Great. There, <laughs> so you can, like, when you're at the character, it's neat that you pick your character before you go into a match. And then when it match makes you, it just says, okay, we're going to look for people who, like, characters will meld well with yours. Like, Do they actually do that? I think or that's what they're doing. they pick, pick characters that are not yours? Well, because there's definitely, um, if you pick auto, it's not random, it's auto select, where it says you will match make, and it'll just look at the team composition and just be like, eh, we need one of these on the team, and it'll give you that character then. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, which which is kind of cool because it's weird because the idea of like hero drafting and counter picking, I know that can be a huge part of the strategy, especially in Dota. But oh, at yeah. the same time, I do just want to make sure I can be my dude all the time. Yeah, um, well, especially because you're individually leveling them too. So like, you've spent a lot of time with one character, you've learned how to play them, and you've unlocked the skills that you're used to using. You just want to play as that dude. Yeah, I mean, I think. I got everything on Rainer in maybe like four games, and yeah. actually, when you are playing with friends in your party, you get experience boosts off of that. Oh, nice. um, but uh, yeah, it, it is just nice to just be like, no, I, this is what I'm in the mood to do in this game right now. Mm -hmm. um, I got to be a dragon. That was cool. 
Yeah. So yeah, the maps. The fact that this is a MOBA with multiple maps that matter. That's insane. Yeah, I like the... I mean, it all felt pretty the same to me, but I didn't really play them a lot. But like, they had a different like, theme, which was cool. Yeah. Well, because basically each one has a gimmick. Um, yeah. So there was one with Davy Jones, I guess, was there. And chess will spawn that you attack for doubloons, and then your team's all, like, has to bring the doubloons to him, and when you drop off, if you, like, pay him off first, then cannons bombard enemy forge for a while. <laughs> uh, there's the one where you have to go down into a graveyard and collect skulls, and whichever team gets more skulls gets the more powerful fort-smashing golem, not golem, mm-hmm. golem dude. Uh, the one... The lair of the spider queen where you have to, like, collect spider tokens and then to appease her that she goes after your enemies. Oh, wow, I didn't even actually get to play on that one. Yeah. And there's the the one with the raven lord. Ooh. That, that one's yeah. pretty cool. I hear the one you have mm-hmm. to do for that, but then he just curses your enemies. It's He'll, like, spawn things, and you have to... Whichever team collects three, uh, yeah. it curses your enemy team and just, like, just nerfs all of their minions and keeps their towers from attacking. Um, the one that I liked was uh, just like each team has an immortal god and every once in a while they'll just come out and they'll start fighting on the field and you have to go and help your god to kill your the other team's god first and then he'll just follow you down a path and start destroying stuff. Nice. Yeah, because I, I played the the, the garden of the, the dragon statue or whatever and you had to have both of your people activate the shrines on both sides of the map and while they were doing that if you went to the center of the map, you could activate the dragon statue and you turn into a dragon warrior for a while. Yeah. Like, they're all... Like, they're all similar in that it's just like, after a while, there will be a condition that your team has to meet, and when you win that condition, you get something that helps, like, knock down opponent forts. And, like, every time it's that. But, like, the manner of what the conditions are and just... It gives you something else to sort of focus on it changes yeah it gives you something else to do during the match well you kind of need to because like if you don't do it and you just let the other team get it it's a steamroll yeah Um, uh, it's kind of a steamroll but i found that um like as long as you're doing your thing to and like semi preventing them from getting it too yeah then it's just like whatever but it's really fun to do it i like because it didn't when i activated it it didn't automatically win the match for me, basically. Like, it, it definitely gave a visible advantage, but they were able to, like, press... The enemy was able to, like, press it back enough that it wasn't an automatic steamroll, and the match still went on for a little longer. Yeah. Um, it, like, but if they get it, like, three times in a row, that can just be like, all right, well, we have to be the best people ever now to actually push back from this. Um, yeah. It's almost weird because sometimes it feels just like, okay, well, the next time, you know, somebody triggers this, that's going to push this, the match the next step to the end. Um, yeah. Just So if you're going back and forth getting the gimmick, then it keeps it pretty even. Yeah. It's weird. There's also some things that the game does. It almost feels like to not artificially extend the length of the matches. Yeah. Um, like, for each... You know, normally when you think of towers, there's like, okay, well, you're going to have three towers on each path. Generally, there's only one, you know, quote-unquote tower 
which is really two towers, but like, and then there's stuff behind it that you start destroying, but it's not like, there's not three checkpoints. There's basically only one checkpoint, and then you just keep pushing into that, um, which, so like less time there, there's the gimmicks in the middle of the map that really push things, um, like can push hard. The fact that towers can run out of ammo. Ah, is... that was cool. I like that. Yeah, because it's just like it's like even, to me that just sounds like even the game is saying like, "Listen, you've been playing footsie over here long enough. Just take it already." Jeez. Yeah, right. It's like fine. Hit me a while, and then like you smack it for a while, and eventually it gets better. But yeah, also just like other little things, and I think you know, Blizzard is pretty good at making video games. Did you see? Like they are also great at making uh animated animated like video things like the opening video for that which is basically the trailer that they used for the game uh, when yeah. they announced it it's still really fun to watch it looks pretty but can i tell you something for real yeah i i could not tell the difference between anything that was not starcraft i was like okay there's rainer there's ghost yeah. and there's warcraft people a lot of warcraft people but no <laughs> But no, actually, it was like Diablo and... Oh, in the video? Yeah, in the video. In the video, it was just... um, The one with uh, the wings was Diablo. I had no clue of that. Yeah, no, because it was was Diablo and then the angel guy who is from Warcraft, I think. No, he's from Diablo. Is he? Yes, he is. And the lady with the, like, handheld crossbow pistol is from Diablo. Just like the dudes with oh, hammers okay. and eagles were from Warcraft. Yeah. It's like, oh, they have mounts? They're from Warcraft. Okay. That's interesting, too. Everybody gets a mount, like, just for I, free. It's just so funny because I was playing as James Raider and just suddenly he's like, summon your horse. Or summon your mount. And I'm like, okay. And suddenly yeah. I'm a space marine on a horse. Yeah, it's just like, no, it's cool because you can go and if you want to give them, like, 10 bucks or whatever you can buy other mounts but they also give you some sort of battle lizard so i switched to that yep. so if you want to be a space marine riding a battle lizard go for it <laughs> uh it's it's great because it's like it's all kind of silly and it's almost kind of like a smash brothers feel the way that they're just like whatever everyone from the different places are here who cares let's fight yeah. um i kind of like their tutorial because they do like just enough storytelling to be like, yeah, we're kind of the same as the Quake 3 story. Just like, heroes from across time and space, you're here now, fight forever. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like how he just kind of gets annoyed. The guy gets annoyed at Rainer. <laughs> He's like, don't ask questions. It's not supposed to make sense. Yeah, but the other one is better because Rainer just gets pissed off and he's just like, listen, Diablo, I told you before, you can't eat fear. Stop saying that. Uh, that... I don't know, that or the Lost Vikings are my favorite part of this game so far. Yeah, no, it was definitely humorous. Uh but yeah, other than that, like I like a... it. Well it was it's 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 decently entertaining. Um it's really easy to get into. So it's definitely something I would suggest if like you wanted to play a MOBA with a bunch of friends who aren't really don't ever really know. Mm. Um but it definitely has that like Smash Bros feel where I don't know how much of it I could play at any given time. And yeah. I definitely don't want to become an expert at it. I think it, it the skill floor is lowered, I think is the most important thing to say about it. Because, like, you don't have to study stores. You don't have to figure out, like, what the best build order is. It's yeah. It's a lot more reactive. You don't have to, 
there's a lot less you need to know going in. And if you're coming from any other MOBA, like you already have the basics down and you probably are going to like be looking to do more finesse things than are even going to be required of you. Like last hits aren't a thing. I think there's one person who like, if they do get a last hit, that's like an extra buff for them. But, um, just see every time you start a match, it just says, Hey, Ally chat is enabled. Click here to disable it. Don't even go to the <laughs> option. Just like, hey, do you just not want to hear even the people on your team? All right. It's like, yeah. it, it's clear that they just looked at it and looked at like MOBAs in general and just said, what are like the most annoying parts of these? And they just was like, all right, let's kind of just take those out. You know, let's make it go quick. Let's n- not make it easy to make bad decisions. Let's, okay. um, which makes it way more accessible, but at the same time, like, it also takes out some of these places where it's just like, where's the finesse? What's the, what is the hard thing to do in this game? And it's like, kind of just relegated to playing footsies with other players, so. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, well, it, yeah, it scratches I, I, that itch. I definitely have to, I want to, I definitely want to talk to my, like, friends who are really into, like, uh, League and stuff like that and see how they feel about it. Yeah. Because I'm uh, just, like, interested to see what they think about it. I'd like to hear a bit more about that. Um, I got into, like I said, I was playing some games with people who come from Dota and League kind of backgrounds, other MOBA uh, backgrounds. Yeah. And no complaints. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's that's the thing about this game. They Anything there is to complain about, they kind of fixed. But <laughs> is it, like, super fun or in-depth? Eh, not not. No more than any other. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that might be enough to say about it. Like, this is a game. Any other Blizzard. MOBA? Any you other know. MOBA? You ask me to play, and I'd be like, eh, "Do we have to?" But this one, sure. I'll do. I'll do a couple of games that is no no argument. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not really. This is. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what Blizzard's going to do next. They already made their Team Fortress two, and now they've got their MOBA. I I'm I'm curious about their Team Fortress too. I actually yeah. didn't get my hands on that yet. I uh, I well, I kind of want to try that out too. <laughs> but I want to. What will they do next? Yeah, I don't know. What else can they do? Point what else can they make game? safe? What else can they like bring? Just like a a user, they're like they're like the Apple of games. <laughs> they're just like well, okay. So insane people made this. What can we do to make the version <laughs> that like the layman will want to interact with? Come on, what? Rock and Roll Racing Remake. Tell me somebody's oh. <laughs> in another time zone. Um, all right. Uh, we are done here. You can yes, tell. Yes, we are. Um, this game is free to download, just like everything we talk about here on No Credit Continue. We will put a link to the game's homepage where it is available in our show notes. Our show notes are available at elikustudios.net slash podcast slash NCC. Uh, and while you're at Aliku Studios, you can check out our other shows like Orbiting the Ghost Planet and Late Night Gaiden. If you want to leave us feedback, you can send us an email at podcast at net, or you could visit us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash oliku. There you can let us know anything you want to tell us. You can tell us about anything that you think we should know about, anything you would like to hear about on the show, or just, you know, say something about uh, what you liked or didn't like about this show. 
while we're talking about feedback, uh, the show is available in iTunes. If you subscribe through iTunes, we ask that you leave a review and a rating because that really helps us uh, get out there. It, it does a lot to help people get to know about us and for us to show up in people's feeds. And uh, go have as much fun with that as you can. And until uh, next time, we are leaving you and saying, remember to give credit. Your credit is 25 cents per play. Thank you.